Welcome back, everybody. This is Big Brother Sports Talk. I am your host, Michael Gomez, alongside with my co-host, Anthony Patton. If this is your first time listening, we thank you for tuning in. This is Big Brother Sports Talk, episode 17. Today is Wednesday, January 16th. And if you don't, make sure you follow us on Twitter, PatMoolah50856 Philly, and BabyGomez06. Oh, so, so let's get right into it, Ant. So with yesterday, we had some big news. Big news coming out of NFL and MLB and college football. Uh, all, all, all three, three. Yeah. yeah. So that all three of them. Kyler Murray, Oklahoma quarterback, said he's gonna go play in the NFL. I know you're really disappointed in Kyler Murray. Right yeah, now. he he did declare on Twitter, right? Yeah, he said I'm entering the NFL draft. I know you're a big baseball guy, and there it is. I can hear myself. You were, you were, you were excited about seeing him in the MLB and and what he can do and how he can compete in that league, and you were you were pretty high on him entering the MLB. Yeah, I was I was hoping that he would, just because baseball needs a guy like that. Did you see what Deion Sanders said? Deion said he would pick up the bat. Yeah, Deion kind of said, said he that he regrets. Not not playing more baseball. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand. people. There's some people saying, oh, Kyler Murray's not smart for doing this. I'm going to be honest. He, you may love football. Let's, 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 let's shout out real quick. He may be, he's going to become, if he does, he is projected first round. They said yeah. middle, late first round. He will be the first player ever to be drafted in the first round. Of the NFL and, and the MLB. MLB. So, I'm hearing... So, shout-outs to him. I'm hearing this man could go number one overall to yeah. the Cardinals. Yeah, I did see... You, you You were texting me last night about the Cardinals maybe trading their first-round pick from last, last year, year. Mm-hmm. for this guy. Which would be... I, I wouldn't really think it's a good move. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say this real quick. I'm going to... I'm not a big fan of Kyler Murray. Two-sport athlete. Kudos to him. There aren't a lot of people like him. Yeah. There aren't many not. people who can be drafted ninth overall and then potentially be the first pick in the NFL draft. But I'm going to say this. I know it's college and there's more players and it's football. But Oklahoma, when they played the best team in college, probably the team that has produced, I would say, I would say Bama, well, they produce Some really, defensive really players. Yeah. And there are, we can go around the NFL and say, yo, Bama, that dude's on Bama, that dude played for Bama, yep. that dude played for Bama, that dude we played for Bama. And pick out a number of people. With and that. these guys yeah. are stars in the NFL now. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray's only game against a team that has NFL caliber players in year in and year out, he was dominated. Yeah. Shut down. And, I know. I know one player. That is also really unhappy about this is uh, Dwayne Haskins, the quarterback from Ohio State, because he was projected to be the first quarterback taken off uh-huh. the board. So with that, he's probably like, damn, now I'm probably going to be second. And you know how uh, the earlier you're picked, like 
the more salary you make or something like that. So yeah, he's yeah. probably really upset. Yeah, with, you lose, with, a, lose, a, lose a few million dollars. Yeah, so I know he's pretty upset about that move. He's probably like, damn, he's probably trying to trying to talk to him this week. He's like, yo, stick with baseball, man. Yeah, and, so and, and with that being said, MLB and the Oakland Athletics, the day before, they went and visited Kyler Murray. Trying to convince him, yeah, not to to play. To and I saw a little thing. I don't know how how true it was. <laughs> he was he wanted fifteen million dollars to stay in the MLB. Yeah. I don't know. That's a lot to ask for. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, because you're still five eight, bro. Yeah, he is a really a you're really a little guy. I don't know yeah. if we're gonna spend fifteen million dollars. Like, let's be honest, Mike Trout, Bryce Harper. They're they're way better than you were, and they weren't and asking bigger. for crazy demands like and way that. Way bigger, exactly, and bigger, way bigger guys. But do you think he made the right decision? It? No, I don't think so. I I really don't. Um, I was I was talking to one of my friends. I was like, yeah, you can you can risk getting like a serious neck or you know head injury or whatever. I feel like baseball, you don't really risk that. I mean, there are some injuries that you can get that can be career-ending, but... Those are far and few, though. Yeah. Like, pitchers really get those bad injuries. And he was saying, oh, well, uh, in in the MLB, you, you don't start right away on the the team. You have to play in the minors or whatever. And that you is have to true. Grind and but with the MLB, but when you're the ninth overall pick, you're pre- his, his contract was projected to be like 4.6 million yeah and the difference between baseball and football is they could draft kyler murray first pick overall and in week six be like you're released we never want to see you ever again and he gets nothing yeah in the mlb the money is more guaranteed and i was telling them that in the mlb in the long run you're making more money let's say kyler like if uh, you stay in that long exactly like so so in football a hundred million dollars is what tom brady gets like Tom Brady gets the hundred million dollar contract. In baseball, a hundred million dollars, that can go to a guy who's not the greatest That's player a in the league. Change. Like the greatest player in the league sees a yeah. hundred million dollar contract and says, I don't know, I'm gonna test the field a little more. Yeah. It's like Manny Machado, Bryce Harper, if 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 they were offered a hundred million dollars tomorrow, they wouldn't take it. They would laugh you out of the meeting and walk and go and just go home. So so I don't see the upside in it, but hey, they say that he loves football. People fall in love with it. It's crazy. And I'm gonna be honest, I saw somebody on ESPN or that network, that's what we're gonna call him, that network. Um Lamar Jackson, much bigger, much more explosive. Let's we're gonna say Kyler Murray throws the ball much better than Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is a much freaker athlete than Kyler Murray. Let's be honest here. Oh, we yeah, saw what no we doubt. saw what happened to Lamar Jackson when you got a few weeks to to study him and, and do those things. The Chargers made him a non-factor on the ground. Yeah, which and, he's usually used to being, and he's used to to letting his running set up his passing but the Chargers made him throw the ball against them which ultimately helped them win even though they made a little push late and Lamar Jackson is 6'2 yeah and Kyler Murray's what 5'8 they're, they're saying 5'8 
five ten. They're giving him that inches. would be that would be like the shortest quarterback to start in the NFL, I believe. I'm not sure because I think Drew Brees is like one of the shortest. Yeah, I know they were talking about Drew. He's only Brees. like six six foot or five nine or something so, like, something like that. I don't know. I think a five eight quarterback in the NFL is far and far and few. But hey, congratulations! Hey, I mean, he, if he goes in the first round in the NFL, he he will get some more money. I think he will get more money than four point six, and yeah, he, he gets would. to be on TV on Sunday. And like your friend said, he doesn't have to work his way up the ranks and play in and play in the and play in the um like the minor leagues and different things like that. So I can see where you can say, Oh, I wanna I wanna be that guy. I wanna start from day one. I wanna play on the team and I wanna do this, but I think it's really bad I mean it's not bad for baseball because let's be honest, football already won the the competition between football and baseball. Yeah. All our listeners. Even basketball won. Yeah, yeah. Baseball projected they um they made ten I think it was ten billion dollars last year. Ten million. Basketball was closer to the sixteen, fifteen, sixteen billion. So that's a lot of money. We're talking about billions. Five, six billion is a lot. So damn, what I was gonna say. With that being said, all our listeners. Alex Rodriguez, I sent you this, Aunt. A-Rod, Gary V. very interesting, yeah. A good, good watch. Gary V, A-Rod, they really break down some of the issues that the MLB has with marketing their players and marketing the game. So I think if you want to look, watch, if you want to know more about how baseball is struggling to grab new fans and old fans, the average baseball fan is a white 50-year-old, I think. Yeah. And they were talking about how they uh they said something about how people would post like highlights or something and on the, ML- the internet, and they would try and find ways to get it deleted or something well, like why, that. Why? Why? Like, why can't you expose people to like good plays in baseball or something? You know, what I'm the saying? NFL like, and the M- and the NBA is built half of their hype on things like that. Yeah, on Twitter and social media having and, those highlights. And it's and it's crazy because they were right like I go on Twitter, I don't see any crazy baseball highlights only if it's posted by the MLB. Yeah, like they control it. It's from yeah. the MLB itself or it's from the teams. Yeah. And that's the only time you really see it. Recently I've seen like there's this one I forget what it's called, Hard Knock videos or something. They have like old clips and they'll have like oh, a okay. bunch of historical plays from when we were younger, like Barry Bonds, Derek Jeter, A-Rod, all these plays. But why would the MLB really restrict that? I don't really get it. But that's for a whole – when we get closer to baseball, yeah. we'll definitely dig into that. But Kyler Murray declares for the NFL draft. So going so going back on Kingsbury's words saying, oh, I would draft Kyler Murray first overall and trade Rosen. Do you agree with that move? Do you think that they could get a first-round pick out of Rosen to make up for last year's draft, drafting Rosen? Yeah, you're usually losing. You're basically giving up a first-round pick. Yeah. Do you think they get that back? I don't know. He's. I don't think so. I don't either. But like Antonio Brown's getting the Pittsburgh Steelers may not even get a first-rounder for Antonio Brown. And he des- he is a first rounder. I think they'd get one. I yeah, think yeah. they could get two. Two first rounders? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a 
He's, he's, he's a game changer. Yeah, he's he just is. a diva. So I don't know if people are going to want to give up that much. But I'm saying from Antonio Brown being first round pick, Josh Rosen first round pick. Come yeah. on, let's be honest. Yeah, you, there's Joe no Flacco's not there. a first round pick. No, Nick Foles isn't a first round pick. I just, I just wish that the Vikings needed a quarterback again because then the the Eagles could fleece him again for a first round pick. Because remember <laughs> what they did. Yeah, with yeah, Sam yeah. But. I mean, not unless they trade Rosen and get and and get some position players that they need, and then maybe like a pick or two. Yeah, but I mean to wrap on that, Kyler Murray. I want to say congratulations because yeah. you may be the first ever to get drafted first round in both sports. How, when do we see that? Never. That that's one in a million. But I'm gonna be honest. I watched a few games from this year. Freak athlete, hell of a talent. He's no Michael Vick, and he's damn sure not Lamar Jackson with the legs. Yeah, this and, was this was very shocking to me because I didn't really think he was he was like outstanding to be honest. I mean, I know he won the Heisman or whatever, but but we've seen a lot of Heisman Heisman quarterbacks come out. into the NFL and be a joke. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Matt Liner. Oh yeah, that joke. Was, that was horrible. Um, what was the good one guy? Pat Tim Tebow. I mean Tim Tebow. He not not elite. Um, the guy from Oklahoma. He did win a, he did win a playoff game. Yeah. What one? <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Against the Steelers. Well, I can. We could go all night about Heisman quarterbacks that have just been duds. Yeah. In the NFL. But with Baker Mayfield's crazy season, maybe he's making teams to losing them. Yeah. He's going to for a while. I think so. And that's didn't why Lamar, Jack- Lamar Jackson won one too, didn't he? He won the Heisman too. Yeah. yeah so, I mean. Maybe maybe it's a good time for for Heisman quarterbacks in the NFL, but I'm I'm not a true believer in Kyler Murray just yet yeah. playing in the NFL. We'll we'll see. I mean, the draft's a couple months away. Yeah. So with with the NFL, and I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about this week. This past weekend, we we had a we had a a, a really insane week. We had three good games. Yeah. And one blowout. Yeah. And. Let, when, we can talk, let's talk about the blowout first, because that that's not going to take too long. Once I once I seen it was thirty five seven, I said, okay, there's no need to even keep up with this game anymore. You got it. You got to turn it off. What's up? And the Patriots. Who's the running back? He scored three touchdowns. Sony Michelle from Georgia. The Patriots seem to get running backs crazy amounts of touchdowns in the postseason. Remember yeah, LeGarrette Blount went a few years ago, ran for two or, two or three, and he broke, like, the postseason record or whatever. And now he goes out and scores three touchdowns in a blowout. Even if it's not rushing, they have a lot of – they have their running backs that get receiving touchdowns too because I know James White is a monster with that. James White and Deion Lewis were so good at catching the ball out of the backfield and scoring. Yeah. Like, even going back to when they had Falk and all – and. And Corey Dillon and all that yeah. shit. The the Patriots running backs are always are always like coached well in receiving out of the backfield. It's yeah. So, I mean it's cool, but so do we have the final score of that game? That just that know. just gives Tom Brady another uh, dink and dunk element to his game. So with <laughs> that game, he's the king of that shit. Patriots just completely dominate. I know yeah. the score didn't really look that crazy at the end. Yeah, because when I looked at it, twenty-eight later, forty-one. I was like, "Wait, the Patriots only won by 13? Like, I bet I'm sure that it was like a couple garbage time touchdowns. Yeah, they scored four, two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. San Diego, L.A. The, 
Oh, boom. Here we go. Here we go. Just so so the New England scored after after this weekend we won't have to say that anymore. Well, it's over. They're done. Yeah, they're, they're gone. Done. They're so out of here. Have to talk about Get them out of here. <laughs> Patriots only scored 6 points in the second half, two field goals. And the Chargers scored 21 and that's still they're lucky the Chargers didn't come back. Still not enough. Scoring 6 points. I watched the game same place my brother-in-law's house that I've been the last 4 weeks. You already know what I got to say. <laughs> We'll get to that. We'll talk about that game last. Um, so, in the second half of that Patriots game, the whole house wasn't really interested anymore. Yeah. It was a blowout. Who Like, let's be honest. The Patriots probably took their foot off the pedal. Yeah. Bill Belichick's like, I'm not going to go out there and put a 50-piece up when I, got, when I know we're going to get this dub. When I know where I got to go next week. Yeah. Um. When I, when I started watching the game... I watched both teams' first drive, and then the San, uh, the, the L.A. Chargers ended up s- scoring on their second drive. Uh, it was a it was a really nice deep pass to Keenan Allen, and I, at that point, I'm like, "Ooh, so okay. this thing's gonna go yeah. back and forth. It's gonna be a shootout." Then I see the Patriots score again, and then the TB Chargers 12. go three and out, and then they score again. I'm like, "That was it." I should have never said nothing. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I should have never even had that thought. So. History does repeat itself. Tom Brady and the Patriots finished the season at home 9-0. and Yep. Did not lose in Foxborough one time. But now they got to worry about going on the road. So let's talk about that game with the Patriots going on the road. The Patriots will be going on the road to face the Kansas City Chiefs. Do you know their record on the road this year? The Chiefs? No. Patriots? Patriots. No, what is, what is it? It's 3-5. and five. Oh, so the Chiefs, we're, we'll get right into that. So the Chiefs dominate. But the Col- and here's the thing. In their road law, I know it's the playoffs. Okay. It's, a whole okay. different, it's a whole different atmosphere. But in, do you want to hear the three teams that they lost to on the road this season? Now break them down. Dolphins. Yes, that's one. The Titans, non-playoff team. They, I mean, they were competing for it. You yeah. know, they could, if they would have won their last game, they would have gotten whatever. The Detroit Lions. That, that's some bad losses on the road. So if they duplicate those, I don't. I don't see them beating the Chiefs and in Arrowhead with it being nine degrees. I mean, I don't think the cold is going to matter to Tom Brady because you know they they do play in Foxborough in the cold up, up in there. Yeah, I in know. Ba- out there in Boston, but the team that they will be playing, Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs dominated the Colts thirty-one to thirteen. They played really good defense at home. I texted you. I think I texted you or Dariq, one of you guys. That was the best performance from the Chiefs' defense all year long. Yeah, and what a what a great time to do it in the playoffs. Now, they made Andrew Luck and that Colts offense that was so Struggle. burning hot, steaming hot. They made him look bad. Mm-hmm. The run game for Indy was non-existent. Andrew Luck had no time. The front four on Kansas City was on it. Yeah, D Ford or ninety five and um On it. Justin Houston. On it. They were they were eating up. If there is a time to play great defense, it's now. Tis the season, right here. Now and next weekend and the week after. And I'm gonna say this, Ant. Patty Mahomes is looking like the MVP. Oh, <laughs> With that performance, he damn sore looked like the MVP. 
He almost kind of looks unstoppable at this point. Yeah. He's so With good his nice at little side He's so passes. good at deceiving the defense. Yeah. He stares downfield, moves people like, inside and then and then I've seen little that side one arm. Play. Yeah. And it's like with Kelsey and Hill Does Bill Belichick have an answer for those two things? You even have to look out for Sammy Watkins as well. I mean, and, he's sometimes he's a non-factor, but maybe, you know, if if Hill and Kelsey are priority, he can burn you too. Yeah. He's no slouch. No. And and I'm going to be honest. Did you watch the game, man? Or you did you get the I I watched a little bit. Uh, I think of like the, the the third and fourth quarter. There were there were plenty of plays downfield that the Chiefs just didn't catch the ball. Patty little made a little play right there. Boom, missed. Put it there, yeah. So I'm going to I did pick I did pick against my Super Bowl pick this week. Because Amp convinced me that the Colts were so good and they were stupid steam hot. Big mistake. My but bad. But Patty bro. Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, I'm speechless. Hell of a football player. Yeah, I'm. I'm. He really looked impressed. great. I'm really, I'm really impressed with the way that he plays. I talk a lot of shit about him turning the ball over and stuff, but he really, he really, he really is a good quarterback. He really, it really is a difference in the in the playoffs with the Chiefs. Seeing Patrick Mahomes versus Alex Smith, oh, yeah. they've they've haven't been. Oh, they Pat, they are way more successful. If uh, you don't, if you don't come in on Patrick, he runs the ball first down easy. It's like the play when he scored the touchdown in the corner right before the end of the first half. If you don't, if you don't come and tackle him, he's gonna run and score the touchdown. Yeah. As soon as you move forward, you have to you have to make Travis sure Kelsey standing right there wide open. Yeah, or Tariq Hill is running across the field, wide open, and you can't you can't even blink against Tyreek Hill because you blink once and he's already yeah the one play he made he's already a, ten yards behind you and yeah you're beat. he's one of the fastest players in the NFL. Yes, yes, I know a lot of people in the NFL. I've seen like interviews. They said that that's that's fastest guy right there. They don't want to face him. Nope, he's running right by you. And it's speed cr- kills. And with Andy Reid's play calling, I don't think Patrick Mahomes could have found a better head coach. No, it's so it's it's create the. I guess, I guess I don't know what he did, but he made his his playbook more creative, and and he's finding more ways to get guys involved in the in the game. Like I feel like everyone's stealing that little play action flip. I to saw the tight end. yo. I saw the play. Where Patrick Mahomes literally held the play action for like three or four seconds. He put it in in the running back's hands, and they literally stood there for like three seconds, just holding the ball there. It's like as a defender, how do you defend that? Yeah, it's like that, where's it going? That RPO stuff. Like where's it going? Are you coming up? Because if you come up, Tyreek Hill's running right behind you. Yep. Travis Kelsey's in the in the flat. Yep. Wide open. You gotta win your one on one matchups with these with these players. And I'm, it's so hard because even Kelsey is fast. So <laughs> good yeah. luck. I'm gonna say this. What the Chiefs have, the Chiefs creative play calling is the one thing the Dallas Cowboys offense is really missing. The Cowboys offense is so predictable. If you stop Zeke you stop the Cowboys. The yeah. So, with that being said, Chiefs, I would say they dominated the Colts. Yeah, me too. Colts kind of struggled to even score. 
Rams, Cowboys. Oh my gosh, CJ Anderson, where did you come from? CJ Anderson looked like a a full full back. He looked like a full someone, back out someone there. Someone tweeted a picture of him and they were like, CJ Anderson is thick. I yeah. said, well, <laughs> that's real wild. I said, but yo. With, <laughs> with CJ Anderson, I saw this too. The Rams have gone from the greatest so on turf to the greatest so on grass. If the Rams can continue to play that type of offense, I don't know if New Orleans can get it done. The Rams played great on offense. The Rams scored literally eight drives in a row against the Cowboys. Really? They put points on the board literally like eight drives in a row. I didn't I didn't really get to watch too much football this weekend. You know, I catch the, the scores, whatever, the and highlights the, and, and whatever. But I, the, I did see that C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley lit it up. Dominated. C.J. Anderson literally was the MVP of the game. That should, that should be a pretty good duo going into a game where you have, on the other side, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. So, um... They're both gonna be able to run the ball really well. I don't I don't I don't think either team is gonna be able to stop either duo. So 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 with that being said, do you think do you think that's gonna be a shootout? Yeah. Definitely, because we saw this game early in the season and it was I think forty five thirty five. Yeah. Um Saints won. And the Rams looked lost late in that game. They didn't look like, you know, because they were, I'm pretty sure they were undefeated. Com- yeah, they were undefeated yeah. coming in. And the Saints just just dominated the second part of that game. And because the Saints had already had one loss, they lost the first week, and then they were on that streak. But the Saints, the Saints really, and Michael Thomas, man, he was, he dominated that game too. So, oh, so that, with that, with Michael Thomas being said, the Saints defeat the Philadelphia Eagles in which I would say was the best game of the weekend. It seems like the Eagles always always play the best game of the weekend in the playoffs. So the Saints Eagles game finished fourteen to twenty. I'm gonna I hate to say this. The Eagles defense, the further we got along, the better they looked. Yeah. They did. Fletcher Cox they do missed a lot right, of time in like. this game. Fletcher Cox did miss a bunch of plays because he was fighting injury almost the whole game. I really, I really liked their coordinator, uh, Jim Schwartz. He he used to be the Lions' head coach, so we had we okay. would have to deal with him a couple two times a year. So, and they were always coached well on defense. They were always really really good. It's just, yeah, you're right. The Eagles' defense does look better each and every week, even with having to start backups in the secondary. With Except being, for Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah, being so he I saw a stat. He literally played, played every, every snap single season, right? snap of the off of, of 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 the regular season and the postseason. It was like a thousand and some one thousand and one eighty I seen. And he played every single snap. That's like that's an Iron Man to me. And he's a little bit older, like Especially on the football field, how hard is it to play a thousand snap. consecutive snaps? And not come on that's that's Kudos impressive. to him. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Malcolm Jenkins. Hell yeah, that that's He's, a that was a because I remember uh, a long time ago when he was a free agent, and I think it was him and Jarius Bird that were like the two top safety free agents. 
And I feel like everyone wanted Jarius Bird because he was younger. Yeah. But the Eagles went with Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah. And I don't even think Jarius Bird is even playing in the league anymore. Yeah. So so you made, we understand now why the Eagles made the move. And I think what's weird was Jarius, Jarius Bird actually en- end up going to the Saints where Malcolm Jenkins was playing previously ah, before going to the Eagles. Yeah. So I think the Eagles – uh, made a great decision. Obviously, we we see why. He's he's a great safety. He makes he makes plays. He plays every snap on defense. So. Yeah, yeah. So the Eagles. Little fun fact of the game this year for the Eagles. The Eagles literally could not score in the first quarter. Last week, they scored all their points in the first quarter. Here's another little fun fact. The Saints now improved to six and zero. Under Drew Brees and Sean Payton in the Dome. The streak continues. Drew Brees, Sean Payton. With in Sean, the playoffs. Is, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Sean Payton I, had some choice words to say about um Marcus Peters. Yeah, because... He said that's it, with, with him and Michael Thomas being matched up. When they when they played earlier in the season after that game, Marcus Peters came out and said, we going to see y'all again. And, <laughs> and Marcus Peters was a little upset that Sean Payton said, that's the exact matchup they wanted. Mm-hmm. And Marcus Peters is all upset. Oh, Sean Payton's still talking. Telling him we're going to, yeah, like you said, we're going to see him again soon. And he said we're going to have uh, some gumbo together. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but oh, Marcus Peters, funny. with all due respect. You're in for a day, buddy. Michael Thomas broke the Saints. What was it? Uh, receiving yards in a, in a in, playoff In a playoff game? game with like 140, 146. I think it was more than that. I'm gonna pull it up real he quick. He had 12 catches. Did he have? He had a touchdown. He did have a touchdown. I'm gonna pull it up. Drew Brees and Michael Thomas is gonna be one of those duos. Drew Magical. Brees, the vet, the vet. Let's pull it up right here. So Michael Thomas had a freak game. 12 receptions, 171 yards, with a touchdown. Yeah, Alvin Kamara kind of looks like little Uzi Vert, don't he? He does. He do, he does. He looks he looks so identical. That's like so random. He was he was talking about uh he came out and said like the reason why he didn't get drafted high in the draft is because of his appearance. Ah, uh, I mean, he does have that I'm surprised the NFL lets him play with that nose ringing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I was surprised too when I seen it. It's him. a little like, different than wearing a chain. Up. Like yeah. it's a little bit like chains they can like if you're six four, two, you can put something over. I mean, it you can. Whatever. I mean, come on, a chain's not it's gonna hurt. Under, yeah, a dude who's six two, two something, it's just gonna snap. Like, but a nose ring, let somebody get in your face mask, this shit gonna rip out. Yep. And with that, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, get mine the fast way, ski mask way, put the they ski told. mask on, and they played the Meek Mill. Hold up, wait a minute. I thought I don't really I think, get it. Why are the Saints trolling the Eagles? I think well, one because the Eagles the Eagles kind of trolled the Bears last week. When yeah, they yeah. when they won, they were in the locker room or wherever. And they Doug were. Peterson had the gold Jesus and, piece chain and on. And they were and they were turning up to Chief Keith. They uh, were yeah. they were celebrating the Chief Keith. Okay, so I guess this this weird flex now that when you beat a team, you you go in. Uh, Listen to a song that's made. Yeah, by that's the, like by an artist in their city. That's or like in the postseason in the MLB. You know, I always find a way to talk about baseball. Somewhere. Right. In Boston, when the Yankees ended up stealing one of the games, 
Um, Notice how you said stealing one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was it. Yeah, I was it. And two, Ant. Aren't you a Boston fan now, Ant? <laughs> you a Boston? No, no, never <laughs> So, that. on the way out of Fenway Park, Aaron Judge, Yankee stud, Yankee superstar, was playing Frank Sinatra's New York, New York. <laughs> and then when the Boston Red Sox won the World Series... They were playing that. They were playing the Frankie Sinatra. Oh, damn. New York, New York. Karma Boston. Bitch, ain't it? I mean, I ain't really respecting none of the Red Sox too. When the Yankees have twenty seven rings, I don't think they give a damn if you play in New York, New York, bro. Right. Like, come on. We got plenty more championships. Like, come on, bro. We we dominated you for a hundred years. And let's be honest, the Yankees aren't really that far off from competing with the Red Sox. Right. They have they have a little a couple more hundred team hundred yeah. wins, y'all won one hundred and ten or hundred whatever, hundred and eight. Let's not get too excited, Boston. The Yankees coming for you. Yeah, they are. They're right there. And with that, Yankees sign. I mean, we're gonna get right back to the NFL. Yankees signed DJ LeMahieu from the Colorado Rockies. I've seen that. I've seen that. There were people reporting like, oh, maybe that brings them away from uh, Manny Machado. Yeah, because now the Yankees have another infielder because yeah. DJ is a second baseman. Mm-hmm. But with DJ being signed to the Yankees, it's big because DJ LeMahieu in his career only has one 100 strikeout season. So in a lineup that's heavy strikeout guys with like Stanton, Judge, Judge yeah. a lot of those guys strike out 100 plus easy. Last year, Aaron Judge struck, I mean, Stanton struck out more than Tony Gwynn did in his whole entire career. Or no, like it was something crazy. Like something crazy like that. But just to put that in perspective, Tony Gwynn went like his whole career and Stanton struck out more. And like, I think that's fake. That doesn't sound correct, but. Yeah, it doesn't. That's only, he would only have to strike out like, like a few handful of times. 20 times a year. Yeah, but like it's that. a different game. But I want to ask you this. Jump right back into the NFL. Should the Dallas Cowboys fire Garrett Rich? Like, like Garrett? Like, is it time? Jason Garrett. Yeah, Jason Garrett. I said Garrett Richards. Oh my God. Angels. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it time to get rid of the guy? Um, I'm hearing a lot of people saying it should be Scott Linehan that gets the boot. I heard. I Who saw is that some, Def- offensive, offensive coordinator. Okay. okay yeah. Yeah. I did so see I that mean, too. with you going back to saying the, the lack of the play lack calling. of creativity yeah. and and being um predictable. So, you would probably agree the offensive coordinator would need to would need to go. I would think both of them. They've been they've been an average they've been an average team since what two thousand and ten. He has two playoff wins in ten years. Two playoff wins, but like we said, me and Derek said early early on the podcast when the Cowboys were really really struggling when they were looking like it was the season was over. Maybe Garrett's there because he's a yes man. That's what I was just about. Because to say. Jerry That's Jones crazy. says, "Yo, do this, do, do, do that. this, do that." He just I'm, does whatever, and he, he does whatever Jerry yeah. says. That's what I was thinking. I was, and you know, about Jerry like, you know, Jerry likes yes man. Yeah, he wants everyone to to do what he says. Obviously, at this point, Jerry man. Jones would go down there and coach the damn team. Yeah, might as well. well he come might on, as well be standing on the sideline with the headset. If it was up to Jerry Jones, he'd coach the team, own the team, GM it, and be the quarterback and, if it was yeah, all up to him. Yeah, play every freaking position. But I think it's time. Cowboys, two playoff victories. 
with and the Cowboys are a, like a, a good team. Let's it, be honest, the Cowboys weren't out of that game. They didn't get blown out. The Cowboys played in one of the better games this weekend. They were right there. Yeah. The defense they were really, losing they were losing early. I think it was like a 13 13 point lead. But Jason Garrett played played for Jerry Jones at one point. Okay. I'm pretty sure he was Troy Aikman's backup. Uh, so that's another reason why I think yeah. like oh he this guy played for me whatever, but yeah, I really do believe that he is a yes man and and when you know when when Jerry, Jerry Jones jump how high, you know what please, I'm saying like Please. But I want to go right back to this Saints game cuz I I we didn't mention something. The Saints went on a 11 minute drive pouring drive yeah, and they they gained like 117 yards from like penalties and they got pushed yeah. back and then they went up and then went 11 minutes they literally almost had the ball for the whole entire third quarter that that those are drives that you need i'm gonna be honest especially against the eagles when they have foals on the other side and foals you know they do all this magical shit whatever but yeah. drew Brees is is a vet yeah, you know, they they wanna they wanna keep the ball in his hands. He knows what to do in in key situations, even when they're losing the game. He's so poised. Yeah, the yeah. game looks so slow. He's so cool when when everything like even when it's close. It was fourteen nothing. Drew Brees yeah. comes back and gets you a dub. Yeah, gets strip sacked early in the game. Yep. Not strip sacked, but they stripped him. And he, he got tried to throw the ball. He got intercepted. The first, first play. play. So he really came back from a, a bad start. But that shows his veteran presence. Yes. Now, now let's say, let's say, the Eagles do that to golf or or Dak Prescott. Do these guys respond the same way? No, I like, don't think so. Not well. Maybe golf a little bit, but because he's a Dak, gunslinger, he lets yeah, it go. I, I don't know about Dak Prescott. You get them down 14, 20 points early. That makes Dak have to make up ground by throwing the ball, and I don't really believe in that. Dak made a trust. Dak it. did make some really good plays yeah. last weekend. He rolled out in the pocket, threw that deep ball, yeah, with the touchdown. It was, I mean, it was a touchdown. I think got called back because he was like on the one or two. But I'm not trying to trash Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott got a lot of hard criticism this year. I don't think he's that bad. I don't think so either. But I think Dak's okay. He's not a horrible quarterback. He's not horrible, but he's not like... He's not elite, let's be honest. Great. He's damn sure not elite. No. So, with that being said, like I, I, this, is what the, this is what I'm naming the podcast. This week coming up in the NFL, it's going to be the veterans versus the young gunslingers. Young guns. Golf, Mahomes, Brady and Breeze. Which one? Wh- who? Which one of the young guns has a more of a ch- more of a chance to grab a victory this week? Patrick Mahomes. You think so? The Chiefs are at home. You have Tom Brady's what three and three and three five and on the five. road. They they I feel like they lost a a number of key pieces this year. Who Pat? Right. Yeah, yeah. they lost. They had to rebuild their offensive line. Their receivers are aging. Yeah. Um Edelman had a really good game last yeah, week. Though. Yeah, Edelman Edelman seems to like really go off in the playoffs. It seems like he's a, a different a different person. I mean, they found their running game in the playoffs, which is good. 
Um, I just I just think it's a better matchup. Okay, yeah. I because, just think they match up really because well let's together. be honest, the Patriots struggled this year because of their lackluster defense. Yeah. Tom Brady can't outscore people with, like you said, the offensive line struggled this year. He was banged up with the wide receivers. They finally just found, finally kind of just found the run game. Yeah. So, I do feel like Mahomes, I think Mahomes has more of a chance because it's so hard to defend him. And I just feel like he does because he's he's a young guy and he's playing in front of his home crowd. If you would have took him out and brought and and took him to, you, to I would Fox, I, bro, no chance. We'd probably have the same. We'd probably have the same outcome as the Patriots Chargers game, even though they played each other early in the season. Oh, you think Fox, so? Bro. Yeah, it's the playoffs. They yeah. the the Patriots are insane I, at Foxborough. And with all this hype of Patrick Mahomes, I still might pick the Patriots this week. I still might pick the Patriots. It's hard. It's, safe. it's hard to go against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. And and you can't really really compare because all right, I I looked at um, Brady's last two away AFC Championship games against Peyton Manning, and he's lost both. And I'm thinking like, well, maybe he you know. He loses again, but then I'm like, I can't really compare Peyton Patrick Manning. Mahomes to Peyton Manning. So like Peyton Manning's like, literally one of the greatest quarterbacks. And and Denver, at the time, I'm pretty sure the one defense had, like, they had was insane. So maybe the maybe the Chiefs get it done. What? I can't, you know, I can't really compare those teams. And this Peyton Manning is is yeah. ten ten. Oh well, you know, right now, yeah. You know, all-time great versus Patrick Mahomes, who's up and coming, is that young guy and has potential to be yeah. really great. So, yeah, um, the Patriots are. This is their eighth in a row consecutive AFC Championship game. If that's not a franchise dynasty, it is. I don't know what is. It's been eight, a dynasty for eight eight straight championship games. Do we do we do we even look at that and say how crazy that is? Tom Brady's been to eight straight and has five Super Bowls. And arguably and arguably should have six. Like that Giants Super Bowl with the helmet shit and all that. A lot of shit went right for the Giants that a one lot. year. A lot. A lot when, because they were a wild card team. They were the sixth seed. And the They pay- needed help to get into the playoffs that year. Yeah. They got in, got hot at the right time, and just destroyed everybody. Yeah, but coulda, shoulda, woulda. Tom Brady has five Super Bowls. Yeah. In eight consecutive AFC championships. By any quarterback. And like you said, two of the losses are against the same team, the same quarterback. Arguably the the second, third greatest quarterback ever. Like, yeah, come Peyton, on. Peyton was really good in those games, too. And Peyton lost yeah. one of them to... to to Drew Brees. Yeah, Super Bowl. In yeah. the Super Bowl when that's Drew Brees' last title. Yep. For only only title. So Yeah, first and only, yeah. So let's make a I think it's time. We've talked AFC championship picks. NFC championship picks. Let's do NFC first because I think okay. I have my I have my pick. Okay, so we got the Los Angeles Rams going into New Orleans, playing in the Superdome against the the New Orleans Saints. Um, 
keep in mind the Saints are 6-0 and in the at playoffs home. under Drew Brees and Sean Payton when they are at home. Um, the L.A. Rams and the New Orleans Saints played this game early in the season. The Saints ended up winning. I'm pretty sure they were home. 45 to 35. Who you got? Damn. If what's the call wasn't so nasty, I would have said this, but I can't even comment on it. Um, With the Rams' performance last week, my heart tells me to pick the Rams. But I'm going Saints. I'm I'm sticking my Super Bowl pick this week. I mean, little sneak preview of my next pick. I'm going Saints. I think Drew Brees going with the vet. I think Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, and Michael Thomas. They make more plays than Jared Goff, C.J. Anderson, Todd Gurley, and Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I mean, I think damn. I think the New Orleans Saints win this game. And it's a shootout, and it's very, very entertaining to watch. Maybe even a field goal late to yeah. win it. But I think the Saints keep their, their home playoff streak alive this weekend. So you're going? And advance to the Super Bowl. So for, we're both going with the vet. Yeah. And Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Yep. I know. Ant, Ant will probably text out the score. He'll probably tweet the scores. Pat Mola 50. Right before game time, like you did this this week. If I you... did it. I did it for Wild Card Weekend too. Okay, so if you do want to see Pat's scores, he did make a pick, but he'll probably make a, a more precise pick on Sunday morning. Um, by the way, <laughs> for we flip flopped this week. Yeah, for Wild Card Weekend, I went two and two. Mike went one and three, and I would have went. I would have went three and one if I didn't get gassed <laughs> by your Colts. <laughs> uh, and. This week I I ended up going one and three and Mike went two and two, so we flip flopped scores. So we're even now. Yeah. So we're even. Yeah, we're even. <laughs> so, uh, next the next game we have um was also, is also another rematch from the regular season in week six. I think that's crazy. Um, the Patriots, the Patriots and the Chiefs. The Patriots won this game in Week Six, giving the Chiefs their first loss of the season. The score was forty-three to forty. The Patriots hit a field goal late to win. Um, and keep this in mind. I'm I'm going records here. Patriots are three and five on the road. I'm I'm not really sure what the Chiefs' home record is, but I'm sure it's really good because they they were what twelve and four. Yeah. Or thirteen and three on the year, so um, and their losses were to good teams. What was it? They lost to the Rams, Patriots, Patriots, Rams, and uh, Chargers. Oh, it was Chargers. Yeah, yeah that one did. game. Yeah. So, Patriots, Chiefs. Who you got, Mike? Another hard. I'm gonna be honest. I'm picking Chiefs, but the Patriots are probably gonna win. I'm, I'm picking Chiefs. I'm picking Chiefs Saints Super Bowl. Like I said. I'm going to go with one vet and one rook. Patriots probably going to win, though. But I'm picking Saint. I'm picking, picking Chiefs. It's crazy to say that. I'm picking the Chiefs. But you think. But yeah. I really honestly deep down think the Patriots are going to win. I'm not picking against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I don't care where we're at. 
I don't I don't care if we were playing on Mars or the fucking yeah. moon. How can yeah, you I pick agree. against the Patriots? Tom when Brady they've been in this situation and when, plenty of times. And with the Patriots finding that run game, Edelman being kind of healthy cold. and the Chiefs playing the game of their life on defense last week. You think, you think really Bill Belichick ain't ready for that? You don't think Bill Belichick ain't ready for that? But with Patrick Mahomes, it kind of makes like makes me feel like anything's possible. That guy at is at this point he he uplifts your team. He makes that one play that just everyone everyone rallies behind it. It doesn't matter how prepared you are; he has an answer in a sense. Yeah. Uh who you got? My, my pick. Ooh. All right, so I guess I guess you could say I'm a numbers guy. I think I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna pick the Chiefs at home versus the Patriots. Uh, they're thin. They're really they're really thin at wide receiver. Maybe that maybe that pass rush gets to Tom Brady early. The Chiefs get uh, <laughs> the Chiefs get it. The Chiefs get a lead, and I think I think the Chiefs get a lead early, and it and it stays with them through the course of this okay. game. Uh, their crowd is going to be in the game early. Did you see the Chiefs crowd throw snowballs? They threw a yeah, snowball. They, were, they threw a snowball, and Andy Reid went up there and was like, "Yo, at the Colts punter, think with your head, dog." Right, because they could probably get unsportsmanlike conduct penalties if you know. They so said that that'll that'll hurt. That'll that'll do nothing but but hurt them. So they said if the the if the crowd would have did that again, they would have threw a flag. They would have got a, a a flag. What you just said. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, Andy Reid, good for you, man. Tell him tell him what's up. Don't be don't be throwing snowballs at the at the other team. That's, that's nasty. That's childish. That's nasty. But yo, Ant, this week I tried to find the play that we wanted right. to talk about. No, I I couldn't find the play when they breaking down. Them throwing the beer on him. Oh. So with the Chiefs playing the Patriots, okay. we usually do a play of the week, but I couldn't find a good audio that I wanted to. Right. My bad. I should have picked some. Nah, you're good. I, mean, I just wanted to do that because, you know, rematch, Yeah, whatever. but we're going to break it down right here. So Tyreek Hill, right, scores a touchdown late in Boston. To in, give them to the, yeah, give them the lead. In Foxborough. I keep saying Boston. I think it was, it was uh, no, or I think it was to tie the game. I think it was to tie it up. And he runs. He scores a touchdown. Runs up to the crowd. He didn't really make any gestures or talking shit or anything like no. that. And look, didn't look like anything crazy like that. And one of the New England Patriots fans threw a beer directly all in his over face. Him, right? It all, was all it's, it's literally just threw over. it everywhere. Yeah. Boston fans, this nasty, is time. You nasty. As hell. You know I got a lot to say about y'all. We got a you, lot to say about your teams and your fans. You got to do better. You called Mookie Betts. I remember, no, a lot of players in the MLB, Adam Jones, I think it was not last year or the year before, had problems with Boston fans saying racial slurs to him from the crowd. Mookie Betts literally had to make a statement on Twitter and say, yo, I'm just like him. I'm just like him. If you're calling Adam Jones the slur, are you calling calling me that? that. And Mookie Betts had to say, I love you guys. Why are you guys treating us like this? Yeah. So Boston fans, you have an ugly, nasty track, track record reputation. And then to throw a beer on a player. I'm usually cool because, like, 
I remember last year when Russell West Russell Westbrook when the Utah Jazz beat him in the playoffs in the first round and like Russell Westbrook had that problem and like fans were talking shit with yeah. him and he got like he like smacked one of the fans in the hand mm-hmm. or like Russell Westbrook was acting like a diva in my opinion. Like bro, is. those fans I mean, I don't know what he, the fans said to him. But ignore it. Like you make millions of dollars. Why are you the game's over? Why are you going to make a decision that mess could potentially mess up your career or whatever? If Being you're suspended that, from games because you want to I don't know. I I don't like how players you want to participate in extracurricular Russell Westbrook, things, man. Like, you and you always got a lot to say. But when they got some shit to say to you, you want to get all emotional. Right. Oh, he's to be banned from the games, this and that. But I don't know. I've never been to Utah. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that the Utah fans is looking pretty light in there, if you know what I mean. It's yeah. probably pretty light yeah. in Utah. I don't Not know. a lot of fans there. They got to talk their <laughs> shit, right? I mean, it's they looking light like back. skin complexion, oh, Utah. okay. The okay. Utah crowd's probably real right. real white, yeah, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't area, know. Yeah, Not a lot of... Not but African American people on that, or any ethnic. I don't know no Puerto Ricans out there. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> Puerto yeah. Ricans out there either. But so they could have been wilding, like Utah, Idaho. And yeah, I'm not that. gonna defend the crowd because they could have been saying some wild shit. But I'm not defending Russell Westbrook either. Right. Gotta act right. That's it that they did to Tyreek Hill is just out of hand. That I heard that they banned that guy from any ever. He can never go to any event at Foxborough ever again. At Gillette Stadium, which he I deserves they, it. I heard they were going to like press charges. That's on clown too. shit. That's clown yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. To quote the Brace, to quote the great Brace that's Harper, a question, that's a clown bro. question, bro. What type of shit is that? Yeah, for real, for real. Why would you do that shit? He was probably drunk as hell, wild cold as hell, and just didn't give a fuck. Like, why would you? Why would you spend money on a beer just to waste it and throw it at a player? Like, yeah, that makes no sense. Just for well, yourself to get in trouble and yeah. shit. Like, so with that being said, Aunt, you wrote a bunch of um. A lot of coaches, a lot of coaches have been hired in the past week, and you wrote some key free agents down. Yes, yeah, I did. Um, you want let's let's jump right into the coaches. Yo, the dude that the Jets hired looks like a nutball. Who is <laughs> did that you see guy? All the videos on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, they had a little taco, and he was <laughs> <laughs> and he was following. Follow. It. Yeah, I don't know what the where heck is he was from, man. Like, um, Adam Gase coached the Dolphins last year, which is crazy because. The Jets and the Dolphins playing the same division, and he lost his job. Um, like, why are we? Yeah, he got fired. Why are we hiring a guy? <laughs> this guy, this guy coached Peyton Manning, and Peyton Manning like told the apparently told the uh, Jets. told the Jets like this is your guy. Uh, you know he's gonna do well with Sam uh, Darnold. So he got a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a sponsorship or whatever. Yeah, so a little cosign. Yeah. From Peyton. So. And he also, I'm pretty sure he also coached the the Bears at one point with Jay Cutler. That is a that guy looks like an, a, a nutball. Yeah, I don't know what the heck was going on last night with that. So I see, and then we talked about Cliff Kingsbury getting the job in Arizona Cardinals, and I, I think texted that was a mistake. and I texted you last night. Texas Tech was garbage with him. Yeah. weren't even and ranked. USC wasn't even that good either. What the Texas Tech wasn't even ranked at yeah. the point when he was the head coach. Maybe, maybe they were in the top twenty. But how do you be? Tr- how are you garbage and, and then get go a get a head coach promotion? Though? Like what? I, I think get- it was a bad move. I don't know. I think a lot of these these uh, 
these coaching hires I, were, were rushed. I was going to just say that. They were rushed. And it's very, weird because the Packers go and hire their coach, and then everyone else is popping out. Oh, yeah. The Cowboys, I mean, the, the Packers hired, were the first. Yeah. The Bucks hire this guy. The Browns hire this guy. And you said that, what was it? You said the one guy who the Buccaneers hired was really only looking at the Browns job. And then he goes. And, and then 20 minutes after. There's a curveball on me. And I'm like. 20 minutes after we recorded the podcast last week. Oh, he he announced the Bucks. And then the Browns hired the offensive coordinator, right? Uh, Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens. And it's crazy because he's moved up three spots in one season. All, all in all in the Browns organization? Yeah, because uh, he, I think he was like a quarterback's coach or an offensive <clears throat> assistant. Okay. Right. And then the Browns offensive coordinator, Todd Haley, gets fired. He gets moved up to offensive coordinator. So they're saying the, Brown, the front office interim. must really like this guy. Yeah, he was interim offensive coordinator. And then... End of the season, they hire him as the head coach. So he's moved up, yeah, within the the to head coach from offensive assistant in one one season, couple weeks basically. What is, pick do you like impressive. the best? Like what what's coach? your what's your most yeah the the most the most the one that makes the most sense in all of the recent hires? What do you think? Honestly, um, this is I think it was an underrated move. Uh, I like I really like Vic I really like Vic Fangio going to the Broncos. Okay. Um he's like a defensive a defensive minded coach. You bring he was the the Bears defensive coordinator. Okay, this year? Yeah. All so right. you bring in Vic Fangio with, with the number Von Miller and Chubb with Chris Harris Jr. and you got some pieces on defense. That's a recipe can, to win. Yeah, you could, you could, you can turn this team into a top five defense. Yeah, if, the, if they already weren't, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So, I know, I know, John Elway has to, he has to do the work on offense. He has to, to put the pieces in, in on offense to to be better on offense. But like like I've said so many times before, that defense wins championships, and. Case Keenum, when he was playing for the Vikings, made it all the way to the NFC Championship. Their defense was solid. Yeah, their defense was was top five in the league. They had, they they got turnovers. They they you know they got off the field on third downs. So, I think Vic Fangio was a really good move. And are you are you still having beef the, with the Packers? Um, not so much beef. I, I feel like Lafleur can, cause I'm looking at it like this. So I've been I've been talking to people, and I've been saying, a lot of people in the media were shitting on the Eagles when they went and hired Doug Peterson. Oh, it's not the right time. I don't think he's he's gonna be a good head coach. He's not fit to be a head coach right now. Blah blah blah. It's really worked out for the Eagles and Doug Peterson, yeah. right? It has, and I'm gonna say this: with the Eagles losing this week, the Eagles aren't going anywhere. Oh no, they're gonna be right back in it next year. They're There's they're no they're still a it. solid team. They still have their quarterback. They get everybody back, and they and they sign some of their their key players that are are gonna be free agents. They advise a free prob- agent, right? Yeah, they will probably win that division. If the Cowboys, if the Cowboys don't make a move, yeah, because the Cowboys. They are losing a key a key guy too on defense. To and I Lawrence. think Dak Zeke are both free agents, right? Aren't they both coming up on contract years? Probably. I think uh, one of the next two, season. Oh, okay, so not this season, next year. Um, and 
another another thing going back to Matt Lafleur with the Packers. They people and a lot of people in the media were shitting on the Bears for hiring Matt Nagy last season. The Bears go out to win and the division. The Bears go from worst to first to first. I think they were. I think they were last last year. If they weren't last, they were third. But still, they went from bad to winning the yeah, division. Yeah, they went from you know bad with a top ten defense to great with a number one defense and a, a division title. So Bears really need to go grab out some offensive pieces. Bad. So I'm looking at it in a po- more positive light now. Okay. So uh, they just hired uh, the Jaguars. Offensive coordinator. I I know you know that's nothing really special uh-huh. because, but still he had to deal with Blake Bortles. Yeah. So maybe putting him with Aaron Rodgers, maybe they 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 get a little bit of a, a run first approach. Yeah. And and you know open Aaron it up. Rodgers is aging. Let we talked throw. about that last week. Maybe they need to lean on the run game. Let him let him throw off play action where Aaron Rodgers is extremely dangerous. Th- uh, play action throwing deep he's he's extremely dangerous so i i like i like the move a little bit um they had a pretty decent running game yeah. when leonard fournette was healthy so another another coaching another coaching uh job that i really liked was bruce arians to the the buccaneers yeah i just think they have some some pieces on offense like he was cardinals court. coach right yeah, he coached the Cardinals. I think a few he years was, ago. Yeah, um, I'm I'm pretty sure he coached the Steelers. I think he was like a coordinator there. We know with Ben Roethlisberger, whatever. So, and he's saying, and this is the the crazy part. He's saying that everything's going to be built around Jameis Winston. Now, do you do you think that's a good idea? Is Jameis Winston going to get suspended again? <laughs> Like, I don't know how, how how can you build something around someone who's so unreliable? Yeah, and I'm right. not I'm not trying to hate on James Winston because he's I really th- in this I, position. I really think that he can be be a really good football player if he didn't get suspended so much, and if he it, you know he's he is inconsistent at times, but him, Mike Evans, and Deshaun Jackson, they could really light it up. Yeah, in Bruce Arians' offense. Yeah, because Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer was yeah. oh man. And and that was old, old Carson Palmer yeah, too. We're talking yeah, about yeah. a seasoned old guy who's having trouble with injuries, Carson Palmer. So so I think honestly that's a good thing for the Buccaneers. Yeah, I mean a lot of people are like Bruce Arians. Yeah. But I mean if we would have if we would have matched Bruce Arians up with Baker, oh man. Oh yeah. I would have liked that a lot more. That would have been nuts. I would have liked that a lot more. And then have Bruce Arians, the head coach, and then Freddie Kitchen stay the offensive coordinator and still develop case, with Baker in case it goes sick. It turns Bruce to a Arians six-o. doesn't work out, which yeah. I don't. I honestly think that it would be it would be fine. Yeah, but um, I I mean let run through the free agents real quick, and then we're gonna talk about we'll talk about some. I got two things to say about some baseball, and then I got we'll talk about James Harden's fifty-seven points, and we'll talk about Nick Collison. Getting his jersey retired. I'm only I'm only gonna mention maybe like five. My my in my opinion, the top five that you should you should just pay attention pay attention watch out for. Okay, so obviously the first name we got here is Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, that's gonna be 
hot. Who needs everyone's running? Gonna, yeah, everyone's Yo, gonna jump. You on know it. who's. You know who? What would be crazy? Like this is like a weird like. If I was the Browns, maybe throw Le'Veon, Le'Veon some bread. <laughs> throw Le'Veon some bread. Come play for a division rival. <laughs> yo, that and yo, I didn't even realize how much more sense. Yo, the Bear. I mean, yo, come, come play for a team that plays your former team that didn't pay you the money that you deserved twice a year. Yo, the Browns. If I was the Browns, I would empty the bank for Antonio Brown. <laughs> Nah, they, they would have to trade either a bunch or, of shit. Either, either one or of them. Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell. I think Antonio Brown makes more sense. To give Baker that. that, And it would match him up with Juice. Um, but even even Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell and Nick Chubb. That gives Baker that play action, so, a little escape yeah. route. In the t- I thought I Colts. Wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah, I heard Colts too. I wouldn't be surprised. I would love to see either one of those two go to the Ooh. Browns. That would be great. That's what the Steelers will deserve. Oh, man. All right, so we got Jadavian Clowney uh, out, I think, D-end outside linebacker, whatever you want to call him, for the Houston Texans. He made himself famous off that one hit against Michigan in in their bowl game. I think it was the Outback Bowl. Yeah. (laughs) I remember when I remember when he came into the league, they said the motor he got motor issues. He gives up. Yeah. He ain't there. As of late, I feel like Clowney has been playing a lot better than than what than what we give him credit for. Yeah. I wouldn't I would I would be excited to see where he goes, to be honest. Yeah. And then uh Demarcus Lawrence from the Cowboys defensive end. That's the name that I'm really paying attention to. I want if I want my team. If the Packers talking about spending crazy bread, this, this is it. This is the guy. This is what you need. This is something you've been lacking for years. Pass rush, pass rush, pass rush. Go and get a pass. <laughs> and rusher. y'all went and spent a bunch. Of, I mean, y'all went and unnecessary. Money Remember when y'all Jimmy threw Graham. a bunch of money at um Julius Peppers? I like. I mean, that he wasn't. Was, <laughs> That wasn't too bad of a move. I don't think so. He actually played really well, but yeah. he was an old guy. Yeah, I was going to say, he was a little out of his prime at that and point. That's what I'm saying. They bring in the Packers don't make any You've sense. You said that when they go out and spend free agency money. They bring in an old money. aging veteran that either gets hurt or doesn't produce anything yeah. for us. Like we talked Jimmy about Graham. that on the last app. I mean, on the, on the podcast with PJ. I can't stand it, bro. Mm-hmm. Go out and spend some money on a young guy that's going to give you maybe 10 15 sacks yeah that is a key element they won't do it though i know i know they won't um so i got here lamarcus joiner from the los angeles rams mm. another piece yeah hard hitting safety yeah i'm going to say that lock him up with you saying hard hitting this week in the nfl they were hitting hard yeah a lot of big hits um. Oh, they smacked Zeke early in the game. They put Zeke on his ass. You got early. to. You got to get him scared early. They put Zeke. You got to make him ass. not want to run your way. Yeah. Um, and then <clears throat> to wrap it up, you gonna be your last one right here. This is gonna be my last one right here. Uh, I'm trying to decide who to pick here because all these players are, they're all right. I want to say, oh, okay, I'm gonna mention this player because. I, I want to talk about, you know, how players, like, demand certain amount of money. Yeah. Um, Brandon Brandon Graham from the Eagles. Um, me and my dad were talking. I did see Derek po- – I think Derek commented 
on the A56 Philly that they were even talking. He was even not the. He was even talking about maybe giving Philly a pay cut. Home, oh, a pay cut. A okay. hometown, like no, not a pay cut. Um, a hometown discount. Yes, 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 yes. Um, pay cut. <laughs> uh, me and my dad were talking like last week, and he was saying that you know I know I understand that. Your Brady, dad, a, um, Eagles he's fan? an Eagles fan. Yeah, okay. big Eagles fan. Y'all crazy at the house. Broncos, Packers, Eagles, oh, yeah, Redskins, Steelers. Y'all everywhere over there. We're everywhere, and I don't. <laughs> I don't. It's it's crazy, but that's how some families are, though. All the, we're divided, but he was saying, you know, I understand Brandon Graham's a free agent, but if he if he wants the kind of money that we think he wants, I don't think that Let he deserves that. Let him walk. You know, he's been in the league for a little bit, and we and he said, I feel like Brandon Graham's numbers and his production won't match the type of money that you got to put out. He would want. Okay. So for him to come out and say that he would take a hometown discount makes kind of expected. Makes sense. If if he doesn't have the numbers to match the type of money that he should make. Yeah. Now, now we we talk about Le'Veon Bell. He was a different story. His numbers, you know, what All his numbers say exact opposite. Yeah. He deserves every dime. Yeah. So I mean, Brandon Graham did have that really nice strip strip set that strip fumble and Tom Brady in the Super Bowl and whatever. Yeah. But you know, that was his his defining moment. But like I said, my you know, if he if he wants that kind of money that he you know, that he thinks he deserves, he should he I mean, I don't think the Eagles would, would want to pay that much for a guy that they don't think is And I'm gonna give the Eagles much. some credit. The Eagles front office is is relatively pretty smart. Like yeah. they're they usually make a good move. Yeah, because I mean I, I understand they have a very, very tough decision to make going forward with their quarterbacks. No, it's not tough. I think it's tough. It's not tough. Carson Wentz is the quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Nick Foles is not a starting quarterback. Yeah. We've seen Nick Foles twice try to become a starter. And it didn't work. It doesn't pan out. I just don't I don't think Nick Foles is a starting quarterback. He probably will leave. I don't see yeah. Nick Foles making fifteen million dollars or whatever that he's owed. Yeah, because if being if the backup the Eagles, quarterback. Well yeah, if the Eagles pick up his option I think it's like he's fifteen, guaranteed right? Twenty million. Oh, twenty. That's even worse. So that's kind of same scenario with Flacco. How do you pay Flacco all that money to be a backup? Right. Same with Foles. And it's like and it's and they're in a pickle if they pick up his option and then they try and trade it. To someone else that's going to fully guarantee him twenty, yeah. or they or they somehow restructure. I don't know how the contracts work or whatever. Like yeah, like how if they, they can try and restructure the like the guaranteed money that he's owed. Yeah. Um. But or or they can somehow fran somehow franchise tag and trade or yeah. whatever. Uh, but I'm pretty sure if the Eagles franchise tag. It'll be it'll be more. His salary would be more than twenty million. Yeah. So why would they? It doesn't because the average for sense. a quarterback is like probably like twenty five. Yeah. At least probably because with Kirk cut because I'm pretty sure the franchise tag goes by average. Yeah, it goes by by they, every quarterback averaged up, and then that's yeah. what you get. Yeah. So it would be more than twenty million. So it would be better off just giving him the <laughs> picking up picking his contract up the maybe. option and trying to trade off the. Yeah. I, I don't know. And there's teams that are willing to pay Nick Foles that money after yeah. Nick Foles kind of had a sow out 
Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl and yeah. this year kind of going on that little streak yeah. and eventually losing in a close close game. Nick Foles zero turnovers. He made it. Well, well the one he made it. I think they made he made a very horrible decision by hurrying up his team and and going to run a play before the two minute warning. Yeah, and it's like. Oh well, Alshon Jeffries could should have caught it, and I'm like, whoa, that play should have never even happened. Alshon Jeffries dropped three balls this year. Let's not like that yeah. was his third drop pass. Let's yeah, not like, put the blame on Alshon. Right. Like, Everybody makes. I'm mistake. putting the blame on whoever's decision it was to hurry to run up that. Yeah. and run that play before the two minute because I don't think they were ready. Yeah, I mean they were trying to catch the Saints off guard. They caught their own selves off guard. Yeah, and like I said, that play should have never happened. But let's let's get off of the NFL and jump into some NBA. Or did you want to do your baseball? Well, thing? there's only there's only really one thing. DJ Lemieux, who LeMahieu signs with the Yankees, the Braves flirting with maybe picking up AJ Pollock. He has an All Star right and a Gold Glove. Yeah, All Star. Um, it would really make the Braves outfield really dynamic. It would give us Acuna, him, and oh my God, who's our third player? And Is he a big bat? Edwin Ensignarte. He, I mean, he's a good good bat. Yeah, good really bat. good. He would really make our lineup dynamic. And it's looking like Bryce Harper is the favorite in Philly. We're all talking about. And Manny Machado was offered. I heard, I seen seven, eight years, two hundred fifty million, something like that. Let's let me let me find With it. What out. team? The Chicago White, White Sox. Okay. Let me see if and I we've can. We've been pull. we've been talking about that for months. Yeah, now. the White Sox have been at least two months. I I saw that the report yesterday was fake. That there was no eight year deal on the line. Manny, I think I think you know, the Phillies have to back up their statement by saying, "We're willing to spend money, and we're we're going to be reckless." So maybe that. Maybe the Phillies can get both of them. If if they can, <laughs> I mean, at least one of them. And it's and I don't even think if they go out and sign Bryce Harper that that's being reckless with their money. It's not. He's a premier player. I think player. it's being good. It's being smart with your well, money. Well, depending, you're not going to if you sign him yeah. for a 10-year deal. Well, 10 years to him isn't bad because Bryce yeah. Harper's literally 26 years old. He just turned 26 in October. You get him for 10, like he'll be 36. Yeah. And most players play until like thirty eight. Yeah, thirty eight, forty. Like your yeah, prime you is late, play. and like your prime is you're still thirty two, thirty three in your prime in the yeah. MLB. That's true. <coughs> so they can they can get him for six, six good prime years. Yeah, maybe even more, maybe so, even eight of that. So maybe we see him sign a, a six year, seven year, seven year deal, and Machado maybe, and but, then think about that three year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Extension after the seven yeah. years, if you yeah. still got, if, if you're still, still putting up numbers, at a high yeah. level, he is. I mean, yeah. To be honest, there. Yeah. And then I want to talk about because baseball, that's about it. We got on there. I want to talk about the NBA, and I, you know, I'm terrible with names. The dude on OKC, Nick Collison. That's Nick his name. Collison. Um, the Oko's, the Oklahoma City Thunder, Thunder, <laughs> are going to retire. I seen that and he his said he number is only like six points a game, right? Um, yeah, they're retiring the number four, four, and he averaged six points a game. Yeah, let's be honest, that's bullshit. D- yeah, don't do that. Yeah, I think 
it's it's mainly because he spent his he whole entire day one, he was with yeah. them from day one yeah um i mean kevin durant was too but you know he how do you feel him. about that about you think it's do you think it's more of a nod because he was just there yeah i think it's just more of a you know nick collison was good he spent his entire career with us you know they think that he deserves they he deserves his number retired because of his tenure with uh you know, he started, he was on the, the Sonics. Yeah. I think he was on the Sonics for like two years or something like that. And then when, you know, when they, when they went, when they tra- transferred over to the, the Thunder, he was still with them. So I think it's, yeah, like I, like you said, I think it's more of a nod that, you know, he deserves it because he played with us for so long. That ruins the whole concept of retiring jerseys. Yeah, I think, I think you retire a jersey because he played for Seattle for four seasons. Okay, so and then he played the rest from so too. from two thousand four, two thousand five, two thousand two thousand four, two thousand five season to the two thousand and seven and two thousand eight, and then two thousand eight and two thousand nine was the first year of the Thunder of the Thunder and Nick Collison, and Kevin Durant was a rookie, I believe that year. Literally averages five point nine <laughs> points. So you just rounded up per to six. Game. Yeah, we're gonna give him the six because there's no point nine baskets right. like. That is not worthy of getting your retired. Yeah, your jersey. You, you retire a jersey number because oh, this player was all time great. Um, he has zero accolades in the NBA. No, two times appearances. Nothing. Nothing. He has big player, Big Twelve Player of the Year, two times first team. Like that. What relevance does that have? And he has his number four retired in the university University of Kansas too. Oh wow. I mean, he, I he's mean, a, he's good at getting his number retired. Well, like, I mean, that's about it, <laughs> right? He ain't good at putting up numbers. No championship. Oh, who has a house phone anymore? If you're listening to the podcast, you're currently hearing my house phone ring. The house phone. My it's mom also has one. It's one hundred and fifty percent a telemarketer trying to tell me that. Do you my, have student loans? No, all, <laughs> and they're like, your Apple Care has been hacked. It's like they're the one day. If you're still listening, this deep in the podcast, one day. <laughs> When the phone's still ringing in the background. Podcast. Oh, my God. Podcast stories. Do you want so, me to get that, bro? That should be it. But okay. so, story, real quick. Um, One day, the the telemarketers, the scammers, the scammer101ers, they call my house, and they're like, oh, is um Darlene Gomez here? My mom's name. And I'm like, no. They said, well, her iTunes, her iCloud account has been hacked. I said, um, that's funny because she has an Android. And then another called, and I was like, hey, they were like, yo, your um, your iCloud account has been um, hacked. I'm like, who are you calling for? They're like, oh, Nicholas Gomez. I said, he has an Android. Oh, They're like, wow. oh, well, what about Johnny Gomez? I'm like, he got an Android. And then they started naming everybody, and I'm like. How do you know all these people in my house? Well, they, got, they probably got a list of right. that shit, but come on, bro. Apple don't call house phones. Right. They don't make house calls. Like, you what? think Apple at, that cr- at the crib? And they They'll Apple- send you a text message. Yeah, come on, man. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> so if you're listening, the house phone just went off again. Um, we were we were talking about Nick Collison getting his number four jersey retired by the Oklahoma City Thunder. We're going to have a poll. Does he Does he deserve it? Yeah. Or do you agree? Yeah, so make sure make sure you go and vote on our poll. A five six Philly. A five six Philly. Does Nick Collison 
deserve to have his number retired by the Oklahoma City Thunder, number four. That means nobody ever can wear it ever again. So I I think that might be it, right, Ant? Um, we got anything wanna, else? Did you want to talk about James Harden real quick? Oh, we can talk about James Harden. James Harden, I think this now may be the ninth or tenth player this year to put up 50. I think we're at nine or ten, somewhere around there. So I'm getting close to my prediction, which was 18, I believe. I oh, said. damn. So um, I'm halfway there, and this season's not even halfway over yet. So James Harden scores a 57. I did watch some highlights of that. He was banging threes, yo. Oh no! I was about banging to say, threes. I was about to say, didn't Anthony Davis score fifty last night too? But he only scored three. But, but all these, all these fifty-point games and three-pointers. You think it's bad for the league? Do I? I don't know. It's okay. I mean, the league is so different. The shot clock rule changed, so now you have less time. So oh yeah, more... what is it now? I, I forget. They changed it. You it was lo- twenty-four, they... right? After you miss the first one, it goes to, like, you lose time. Uh, so it doesn't no, reset fully. It switches. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah, but, so, I mean, you have more possession. The game's yeah. faster. So you have more yeah. chances to get more rebounds, to score more points, to get these things. Um, and the games I've seen nowadays are, like, 128 to one. Yeah, high scoring. Very high scoring. All in the hundreds. I'm like, damn. Yeah. But... I mean, I don't have much to say about that. I'm not crazy on James Harden. Neither. He's good. We did talk about it a little bit last night. He is he is a good player, but But he's just not my cup of tea. It's just it's just crazy because when when Harden, Russ, and KD were on OKC, like I liked each and every one of those players. Like they had the element to them that I liked. But now it's like I don't like Who's your favorite now? Out of all three of them. Who do you like the most? Alright, so I don't really like any of them. <laughs> but I will say the better of the three has to be Kevin Durant. Oh, Kevin Durant's easily the best best yeah. of all of them. Kevin Durant's not... I don't like <clears throat> either one of them. Kevin Durant's the second best player in the NBA. There's no argument. Yeah. The second best player easily. in the NBA. Behind LeBron. Yeah, that's it. There's, the yeah. only, there's only one player that does more than Kevin Durant. With less, too. So. Yeah, there's no debate that LeBron... LeBron's the best. He is the best in the league. He's the best of our generation. So yeah, let's not gas LeBron too much. And with LeBron saying, we're like, <laughs> this is the longest stretch that he's ever missed in his whole entire career. And the Lakers are kind of struggling without him. And it could cost him, man. It could cost him a, either a playoff. It could cost him or a playoff seed or yeah, or a first round have, elimination. Yeah, have him going. You know, oh. they could potentially drop to number eight and have him go and play. I mean, what who's, we, who's number one right now in the, the West? The Nuggets, right? Yeah, the Nuggets. Oh, I, mean, so I mean, that could work out. Yeah, that could work out. <laughs> it could work out. If, could if, work out. if 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 uh, Golden State isn't the number one seed and the Lakers are playing the Nuggets, I'm taking Lakers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> LeBron, yeah. But I think we're going to wrap with that. We're about an hour and a half in. Oh, wow. If you're still listening, we'd like to thank you. Big Brother Sports Talk. Make I, sure you make sure you follow us. Yeah, I would like I would like to thank our listeners. Uh, keep listening. Hell yeah. yeah. Keep keep coming back and hear what we gotta say. Um, and if you don't yet, make sure you follow us on Twitter eight five six Philly Baby Gomez 6 Pat Mula fifty. And don't forget to vote on our poll about Nick Collison and his jersey retirement. Number being retired. Okay, All right. Well, 
Anything else, Ant? You good? Um, I'm good. All I'm looking forward to this championship week. weekend. Yeah, me too. Hopefully we, we do go on our picks. Hell yeah, but this is Big Brother Sports Talk.